When more is more, redundant modifiers can facilitate visual search by Gwendolyn Rarick, Reese A. Cullimore, John M. Henderson, and Fernanda Ferreira. Abstract. According to the Gricean maxim of quantity, speakers provide the amount of information listeners require to correctly interpret an utterance and no more. However, speakers do tend to violate the maxim of quantity often, especially when the redundant information provides reference precision. Redundant, non-contrastive information may facilitate real-world search if it narrows the spatial scope under consideration or improves target template specificity. The current study investigated whether non-contrastive modifiers that improve reference precision facilitate visual search in real-world scenes. In two visual search experiments, we compared search performance when perceptually relevant but non-contrastive modifiers were included in the search instruction. Participants searched for a unique target object following a search instruction that contained either no modifier, a location modifier, or a color modifier. In experiment one only, the target was located faster when the verbal instruction included either modifier, and there was an overall benefit of color modifiers in a combined analysis for scenes and conditions common to both experiments. The results suggest that violations of the maximum of quantity can facilitate search when the violations include task-relevant information that either augments the target template or constrains the search space, and when at least one modifier provides a highly reliable cue. Consistent with Dagan et al., we conclude that listeners benefit from non-contrastive information that improves reference precision and engage in rational reference comprehension. Significant Statement This study investigated whether providing more information than someone needs to find an object in a photograph helps them find that object more easily, even though it means they need to interpret a more complicated sentence. Before searching a scene, participants were either given information about where the object would be located in the scene, what color the object was, or were only told what object to search for. The results showed that providing additional information helped participants locate an object in an image more easily only when at least one piece of information communicated what part of the scene the object was in, which suggests that more information can be beneficial as long as that information is specific and helps the recipient achieve a goal. We conclude that people will pay attention to redundant information when it supports their task. In practice, our results suggest that instructions in other contexts can benefit from the inclusion of what appears to be redundant information. Introduction Suppose you and several friends get together for a picnic in the park. When your friends realize they left a blanket in the car, you are asked to retrieve the blanket while they scout out a good picnic spot. Your friend hands you a set of car keys and says, it's the green Mazda, as you make your way to the parking lot. In this context, the speaker, your friend, knows that you are searching for a car among other cars and provides extra information about the car, make and color, to help you find it. If your friend's car is the only car in the parking lot when you arrive, however, the description would be over-informative and therefore suboptimal from an audience design perspective, which assumes that linguistic expressions should be included only as required to avoid referential ambiguity. The current study investigates whether over-informative modifiers, those that add information about unique targets in a scene beyond what is minimally required for identification, facilitate visual search despite adding redundancy to an utterance. According to audience design theories of communication, speakers craft utterances with the listener in mind such that they account for common ground between speaker and listener, provide relevant context, and are efficient. Grice famously dubbed the tendency for speakers and listeners to accommodate each other's communicative needs 
the cooperative principle of conversation and outlined maxims or best practices that speakers follow in cooperation with the listener to optimize conversation. In the current study, we focus on the maxim of quantity, which states that speakers should provide enough information for listeners to correctly identify the intended referent and no more. Gricean maxims are guidelines for communication, not inviolable rules that speakers obey strictly. Indeed, speakers systematically violate the maxim of quantity in particular. Hereafter, we will use the term non-contrastive to refer to a referential expression that includes modifiers which are not strictly required for unique identification. For example, the red pen in a context with only a single pen. Over-informative referring expressions frequently include non-contrastive color descriptions, except when the color is highly typical of the object, for example, the yellow banana. Speakers are more likely to produce over-informative referring expressions that describe atypical object properties, for example, the brown banana, than highly typical object features, and are more likely to include color modifiers than size modifiers. The tendency for speakers to over-inform increases with stimulus complexity. In a series of production experiments, Dagan et al. replicated these patterns. Speakers systematically included non-contrastive information in referring expressions, especially when describing complex stimuli and atypical object properties. The authors fit a Rational Speech Act model with continuous semantics to the data and found speakers elected to include non-contrastive modifiers when those modifiers made the reference more precise and presumably more useful to the interlocutor. In sum, speakers include strictly non-contrastive information strategically, resulting in referring expressions that are appropriately informative because the non-contrastive information is still useful. Under a classical interpretation of Gricean maxims, it should be more difficult for an interlocutor to arrive at the correct reference interpretation if the referential expression is either over- or under-informative. This prediction follows from the Gricean idea that listeners assume speakers are economical in their use of linguistic expressions, and therefore will use a modifier to infer the existence of a set of items denoted by the head noun rather than a single item. If only one item is in fact present, listeners will be momentarily confused. However, there is mixed evidence regarding how violations of the maximum of quantity affect an interlocutor's interpretation of the reference. For example, visual world paradigm tasks, which employ displays that are similar to visual search arrays, have shown that listeners experience comprehension difficulty when interpreting an over-informative description, and further exhibit processing difficulties for both under- and over-informative utterances. In an attentional cueing task, Engelhardt et al. found longer response times and an N400 following over-informative modifiers, indicating a processing penalty associated with unexpected redundant information. It is important to note that over-modification may have been detrimental in the cases discussed above because the non-contrastive modifiers did not improve reference precision. Other studies have reported facilitation of reference interpretation when the referring expression contains redundant modifiers. Arts et al. found violations of the maximum of quantity facilitated target object identification among an array of objects when the over-informative modifiers communicated perceptually relevant information, such as size, color, shape, or spatial information about the target's location in the array, for example, left. Tatori et al. found over-informative modifiers facilitated search for a target in an object array when the modifier reduced reference entropy. For example, blue was helpful when there were few blue objects, and not when many objects were blue. In other words, there was a benefit of non-contrastive modifiers when those modifiers made the referring expression more precise, consistent with Dagan et al. 
To summarize, non-contrastive modifiers appear to impede reference interpretation when they add noise, for example, when stimuli are simple or the speaker is not reliable, but may facilitate reference interpretation when they improve reference precision. The predictions about reference interpretation that follow from the classical Gricean perspective and have been partially supported empirically in psycholinguistic work are rather counterintuitive in the context of visual search. In the hypothetical car search scenario, the expression, it's the green Mazda, is over-informative because the color and make are non-contrastive, and so the expression arguably violates the Gricean maximum of quantity. However, the over-informative details, the make and color of the car, are perceptually relevant and therefore clearly useful for visual search. Well-defined target information has been shown to facilitate template-based guidance of search for a target object in real-world scenes. In template-based guidance of visual search, the observer uses a target object cue, for example, a word or picture, to form a template of the target object in visual working memory, which is subsequently compared to the scene during search. Targets are located faster when the template is more specific, for example, a picture of the target versus the name of the target object, and when the target is a highly typical exemplar of the object category, though typicality only reduced the time required to verify the target after it was initially fixated. Counter to the Gricean prediction, there is an additive benefit when multiple cues are provided. However, the degree to which additional information is beneficial depends on how consistent features are within the object category. For example, how noisy object feature cues are, which is consistent with Dagan et al. Target templates held in working memory can incorporate the shape of the target objects as well as diagnostic object parts, for example, a wheel on a car, and can incorporate color information, evidence through attention capture by distractor objects with the same shape or color as the template. Note that when there were only two target object categories, a single letter, the first letter of the target category name, was sufficient to build object shape information into the target object template. Based on these findings, we would expect non-contrastive descriptors to facilitate visual search so long as they enrich the target search template. It is unclear whether the mixed evidence on how violations of the maximum of quantity influence reference processing in the psycholinguistic literature and the mismatch between the reference processing literature and empirical work on template-based visual search is due to differences in the paradigms used in each field. For example, reference processing experiments tend not to use complex real-world scenes and often involve button press or typed responses. When eye movements are recorded, they are not typically analyzed in the same way in the psycholinguistic literature as in the visual search literature. In visual-world paradigm tasks, fixations made to each image in a search array during the target period of the auditory stimulus are aggregated, or in other words, averaged across trials, for analysis. Furthermore, the literature on template-guided visual search has shown that some information improves target template and template-guided search by association more than others, and in many of these paradigms, the information is provided in written form. It is possible that theories of reference processing can speak to why certain types of information presented in linguistic and acoustic form are more useful than others. The discrepancy provides a fruitful opportunity for cross-disciplinary research. In the current study, we investigated whether the beneficial effects of non-contrastive modifiers on reference processing generalize to visual search in real-world scenes, an understudied topic in both psycholinguistics and visual cognition. Real-world scenes benefit from rapid scene gist extraction, are processed more efficiently than cartoons or other simplified displays, and better approximate real-world environments. 
Because real-world scenes are complex stimuli, we expect any non-contrastive modifiers that convey task-relevant information to improve reference precision, following Dagan et al. In two experiments, observers searched real-world scenes for a unique target object. We manipulated reference specificity by modifying the search instruction to add either a perceptually relevant target feature or information about the target location. Based on evidence that target object templates can contain color information, in both experiments we added non-contrastive but perceptually relevant information using a color modifier, for example, find the black lamp. Following Arts et al., in experiment 1 we added target location information using a prepositional phrase after the target object's name that specified which screen quadrant the target was located in. In experiment 2, we instead expressed location information relative to an anchor object in the scene. Anchor objects are typically larger objects, for example, a desk, table, or bookshelf, on which target objects are likely to be located. For example, find the lamp on the shelf. In both experiments, performance on trials in which the search instruction included non-contrastive modifiers was compared to trials in which only the target object was mentioned in the search instruction. For example, find the lamp. Because Malcolm and Henderson found a target template advantage specifically when observers scanned the scene, scanning time, and in the time interval between finding the target and responding accordingly, verification time, we similarly divided the trial period into the same three discrete search epochs to determine which search epoch may benefit from the redundant modifiers chosen. Initiation time was the latency of the first saccade following scene onset, at which point the eye first moved to search the scene. Malcolm and Henderson did not find a benefit of target template specificity on initiation times, therefore we do not expect this measure to be sensitive to reference precision. Scanning time was a primary search epoch, defined as the time taken to fixate on the target object after the first saccade. Verification time was the time to confirm the fixated object was indeed the target, defined as the time between the first fixation on the target object and the subject's response. Reaction time, a common measure of search efficacy, was defined as the time between the start of the trial and the subject's response. Figure 1 shows an example scene with an example search path divided into the search epochs described previously. Initiation times are indicated by a white arrow starting from the center of the screen corresponding to a pre-trial central fixation. Then moving into the scanning period indicated by purple arrows in which the subject explores the scene to locate the target object. Verification, the fixations following identifying the target object to confirm that the target object was found, is indicated with green arrows. We hypothesize that a non-contrastive color modifier would augment the target search template and facilitate target template guided search relative to when no modifier is present. We also hypothesize that location modifiers would facilitate visual search by constraining the region of the display to be searched. Based on the finding that non-contrastive modifiers improve reference precision and are therefore useful for visual search, then following Malcolm and Henderson, we predicted non-contrastive, redundant modifiers to facilitate visual search. Specifically, in both experiments we predicted that the duration of the primary search epoch, scanning time, and confirmation epoch, verification time, would be shorter when the modifiers appeared in the search instruction in the presence of non-contrastive modifiers in both experiments. Experiment 1 In Experiment 1, we compared search performance when the search instruction included non-contrastive, redundant modifiers to performance when no such modifiers were provided. Specifically, we included either the color of the target object, for example, find the black lamp, to augment the target object template, 
the location of the target object in the scene, for example, find the lamp on the upper left, to constrain the region of the scene to be searched, or no additional information, for example, find the lamp. We predict that redundant, non-contrastive modifiers that constrain the relevant object colors and locations within a scene will facilitate visual search. We expect scanning and verification times to be faster when there is a redundant modifier in the referring expression. Experiment 1. Method Stimulus Selection 42 scene candidates were selected from a Google image search. All scenes depicted human-made environments, for example kitchens, offices, drawers, and each contained only one instance of the target object type, for example only one mug. Prior to the eye-tracking study, we conducted a norming study to verify that the intended target in each scene was relatively easy to find and that the color was easily identifiable. Fourteen native English-speaking undergraduates enrolled at UC Davis completed a Qualtrics survey. Each of the 42 scenes was presented individually. For each scene, subjects were instructed to report separately the location of the target object and its color. Responses were recorded via text box. Prior to the 42 experimental trials, subjects viewed an example trial in which a scene was displayed along with its location relative to another object in the scene, for example, on the desk, and its color, white. Results of the norming study were used to exclude scenes as follows. Two scenes were excluded because subjects spent over 30 seconds searching for the object or failed to locate the object. An additional two scenes were excluded because subjects reported that more than one instance of the object was present in the scene. Finally, two more scenes were excluded because subjects did not agree on the identity of the object, for example, they mistook another object for the target, and because no single color constituted a majority of the color responses. The remaining 36 scenes were presented as stimuli in the eye-tracking experiment. Stimulus Preparation For each scene, we defined a rectangular interest area surrounding the target object. The region of interest was used to determine when subjects fixated on the target, and to exclude trials in which observers did not fixate the target from the analysis. Participants were 50 native English-speaking adults enrolled at UC Davis. All subjects had normal or corrected to normal visual acuity and normal color vision. Subjects were naive to the purpose of the experiment and provided informed consent to participate. Two of the subjects could not be accurately eye-tracked. Data from the remaining 48 subjects were analyzed. Apparatus. The experiment was conducted using an iLink 1000 Plus system with a tower mount. Subjects sat approximately 83 centimeters from the display monitor. Head movements were stabilized using a chin and forehead rest. Stimuli were displayed at 1024 by 768 pixels in resolution on a 21-inch CRT monitor and subtended approximately 36 degrees by 27 degrees visual angle. Viewing was binocular, but eye movements were recorded from the right eye only. Experiment presentation was controlled using SR Research Experiment Builder software. Design. The modifier manipulation was implemented via the search instructions subjects received prior to seeing the scene, which was presented in written form in the first display of each trial. The instruction either did not include a modifier, for example, find the lamp, included a color modifier, for example, find the black lamp, or included a location modifier, find the lamp on the upper left. The color modifier was chosen for the majority response provided in the norming study, and the location modifier was chosen by determining which scene quadrant, upper left, lower left, upper right, or lower right, contained the target object. 
Each experimental session consisted of 36 experimental trials. The modifier manipulation was implemented within subjects such that 12 trials did not include a modifier, 12 trials included a color modifier, and the other 12 included a location modifier. The scenes and all modifiers were counterbalanced and equally distributed across three lists. Subjects were assigned to one of the three lists at random. Procedure. Subjects were first instructed to search for targets in each scene and to press a button on the button box upon locating the target object. Prior to the experimental trials, a calibration procedure was performed to map eye position to screen coordinates. Calibration was successful if the average error fell below 0.49 degrees visual angle and the maximum error was below 0.99 degrees visual angle. Fixations and saccades were parsed with iLink standard algorithm using velocity and acceleration thresholds, 30 degrees visual angle per second, and 9,500 degrees visual angle per second squared. Calibration was maintained throughout the experiment using a drift correction procedure to check and correct for calibration drift. Prior to each trial, a central fixation cross was presented on screen, and the experimenter pressed a button to continue unless the drift check error exceeded 0.99 degrees visual angle, in which case the experimenter repeated the calibration procedure. Successful initial calibration was followed by three practice trials. A trial proceeded as follows. After the drift check procedure, the search instruction, for example, find the black lamp, was presented in black 20-point Times New Roman font on the center of a white screen. The instruction persisted until the subject pressed a button, after which a central fixation cross appeared for 500 milliseconds, followed by the scene. The scene persisted until the subject pressed a button upon locating the target, at which point response time was recorded. After a 100 millisecond blank screen, the next trial began. Figure 2 shows the trial procedure schematic. The first screen shows the search instruction accompanied by an image of the button box to indicate that subjects pressed a button to proceed. The second box shows the fixation cross in the center of the image, which was shown for 500 milliseconds. The third box shows the scene, again accompanied by an image of the response box to indicate that the subject button press ended the trial. The fourth box is a blank screen that was shown for 100 milliseconds post-scene. The procedure for the experimental trials and the practice trials was identical. After completing three practice trials, subjects completed 36 experimental trials. Trial presentation was randomized without replacement. Data treatment. Prior to analysis, data were inspected in data viewer by the second author. Trials were excluded from analysis entirely, one, if a fixation landed within the target region of interest immediately after the fixation cross, 61 trials in the location modifier condition only, Two, if no fixations landed in or near the target region of interest, in which case observers may have failed to find the target or may have mistaken another object for the target. And three, trial duration outliers that were over three standard deviations above the mean trial duration. We excluded 278 trials out of 1,728 trials total from analysis using these criteria. 66 in the control condition, 65 in the color modifier condition, and 147 in the location modifier condition. Data from the remaining 1450 trials were analyzed. Measures. We measured reaction time to gauge overall search performance, defined as the time in milliseconds between the start of the trial and the subject's response, which terminated the trial. Following Malcolm and Henderson, we divided each trial into three search epochs, initiation, scanning, and verification. 
Initiation time was equivalent to initial saccade latency, the milliseconds that elapsed between scene onset and when the eye first moved to search the scene. Short initiation latencies, below 90 milliseconds in duration, were excluded from analysis. Scanning time was the time taken to traverse the scene before finding the target, defined as the time between initiation, initial saccade latency, and when the target object was first fixated. Verification time was defined as the time in milliseconds between when the observer first fixated the target object and the end of the trial. Analysis. Each of the dependent measures, initiation time, scanning time, verification time, and reaction time, was analyzed in turn using a Bayesian mixed effects model implemented using the BRMS package in R. To facilitate model convergence, the ADAPT delta parameter was set to 0.9999999 for each model, and max tree depth was set to 15. Because the measures analyzed were X-Gaussian distributed, each model used an X-Gaussian linking function. Unless otherwise noted, each model used the default weekly informative priors and was maximally specified, with modifier condition as a fixed effect and random effects of item, seen, and subject with uncorrelated random intercepts and slopes, and all other parameters, for example, the number of iterations, were set to the default. The modifier condition variable was centered prior to analysis, and the reference level was always the no modifier condition, for example, find the lamp. We consider differences to be reliable if the 95% credible interval, reported as an equal tail interval for the comparison, does not contain zero, in which case the true value of beta is unlikely to be zero. Experiment 1. Results. We predicted that the presence of a redundant, non-contrastive modifier would facilitate search despite ostensibly violating the Gricean maximum of quantity. We predicted that color and location modifiers would reduce all search epoch durations relative to the no modifier control. Initiation time. On average, observers made an initial saccade 243 milliseconds after scene onset. Initiation time was longest on average in the no modifier condition, followed by the color modifier condition, and was fastest when a location modifier was present. Overall, this trend is not numerically consistent with our predictions because initiation times differed across modifier conditions. Figure 3 shows rain cloud plots for initiation times, scanning times, verification times, and reaction times, with the no modifier condition indicated in gray the color modifier condition indicated in yellow, and the location modifier condition indicated in blue. The latencies are comparable across conditions, more or less, except that the color modifier appears to have a lower latency for the scanning time epoch, and the location modifier appears to have lower latency in the initiation, scanning, and verification epochs. The model ran for 8,000 iterations. Analysis using this model revealed no reliable difference between the color modifier and no modifier conditions. Initiation times in the location modifier condition, however, did reliably differ from the no modifier condition. Figure 4 shows posterior density distributions for initiation time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. The distribution for the location modifier is far to the left of that for the color modifier, and a red vertical line indicating where zero on the x-axis is intersects the color modifier distribution, but not the location modifier distribution. Scanning time. Observers required 720 milliseconds on average to scan the scene between executing an initial saccade and fixating the target for the first time. 
The scanning epoch was longest when no modifier was provided, shorter in the presence of a color modifier, and shortest when observers were given a location modifier. The decrease in mean scanning time in the presence of a non-contrastive modifier is consistent with our predictions. The final model included random slopes for condition in the subject random effect and random intercepts in the item random effect. The model did not converge with weekly informative priors, but did converge using a more informative prior with a student t distribution on beta parameter estimates and on standard deviations for the bi-subject random slopes, and an exponential prior on standard deviations corresponding to the location modifier condition for the bi-subject random slopes. According to the final model, the difference in scanning time when a color modifier was provided as opposed to no modifier at all was reliable, as was the difference in time when a location modifier was provided compared to no modifier. Figure 5 shows posterior density distributions for scanning time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. The location modifier distribution is far to the left of the zero line, and the color modifier distribution is also to the left of the line and does not intersect with it, although less so than the location modifier distribution is. Verification time. The time between initially fixating the target and trial termination, or verification time, was 740 milliseconds on average. Verification took longest when a color modifier was present, was slightly less long when no modifier was present, and was fastest when a location modifier was provided. The model revealed that none of the differences reported were reliable. Verification time did not differ reliably when a color modifier was present compared to when no modifier was used, and the presence of a location modifier similarly did not yield a reliable difference. Figure 6 shows posterior density distributions for verification time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. For both distributions, the zero line intersects with the distribution, and neither are very far apart from the zero line. Reaction time. On average, observers took 1,677 milliseconds to indicate that they had successfully found the target object. Reaction time was longest when no modifier was present, was shorter when a color modifier was present, and was shortest when a location modifier was used. The model did not converge with weekly informative priors, but did converge using more informative priors with a student t distribution on beta parameter estimates, on standard deviations for random slopes, and on the beta parameter of the exponential distribution, and an exponential prior on the standard deviations corresponding to the bi-item random intercepts and to the no-modifier condition for the bi-subject random slopes. The final model ran for 6,000 iterations. According to the model, reaction time did not reliably differ when a color modifier was provided as opposed to no modifier at all, but did reliably differ when a location modifier was provided compared to no modifier. Figure 7 shows posterior density distributions for reaction time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. The distribution for the location modifier is far to the left of the zero intercept line on the x-axis and the color modifier distribution is only slightly off-center from the zero intercept line, and intersects with the zero line. To summarize, initiation times were reliably faster when a location modifier was present, and did not differ when a color modifier was present as opposed to no modifier at all. Both color modifiers and location modifiers facilitated scanning times, which resulted in shorter scanning epoch durations. There was no difference between any of the modifier conditions with respect to the verification epoch. Only the location modifier condition facilitated reaction times. Experiment 1, Discussion. 
We predicted that redundant, non-contrastive modifiers that constrain the target object colors and locations within a scene would facilitate visual search. Specifically, we expected search to be faster when a modifier was provided. Only scanning time showed the predicted facilitation for search instructions that contained non-contrastive modifiers. Counter to prior findings, we did not find a benefit of modifiers during the verification epoch. Consistent with our predictions, a non-contrastive color modifier reliably facilitated search during the scanning epoch, likely because it augmented the target object template. The presence of a location modifier facilitated search, resulting in shorter scanning epoch durations, shorter response times, and, surprisingly, shorter initiation times. The location modifier in Experiment 1 was clearly beneficial overall. While the location modifier was not a contrastive modifier with respect to the target object, it was contrastive with respect to the spatial layout of the scene, and because the information it provided was uniquely relevant to visual search, the benefits of narrowing the region of the display to be searched outweighed the costs associated with processing additional linguistic material. We conducted a second experiment to determine whether the observed benefit of location information would hold when a modifier instead expressed the location of the target object relative to another object in the scene. In Experiment 2, we changed the location modifier to express the spatial relationship between target objects and anchor objects in the scene, for example, on the desk, rather than constraining the region of the scene containing the target to a single quadrant. The color modifier was less clearly beneficial in Experiment 1 than the location modifier was. We suspected the color modifier may have been less informative for targets that typically occurred in that color, for example, red fire extinguisher, based on the observation that, in such cases, speakers are less likely to include color adjectives in referring expressions. To address this potential limitation, in Experiment 2 we excluded scenes and targets for which the target object's color was too typical and added additional scenes. We again predict non-contrastive modifiers that improve reference precision will facilitate search according to our primary search measures, scanning time, verification time, and reaction time. Experiment 2 Method Stimulus Selection 54 scene candidates were selected from the stimuli used in Experiment 1, stimuli from a previous study, the Change Blindness Database, and from Google Image Search. All scenes depicted human-made environments, for example kitchens, offices, drawers, and each contained only one instance of the target object type, for example, only one mug. As in Experiment 1, we conducted a norming study to verify that the intended target in each scene was relatively easy to find and that its color was easily identifiable. Twenty native English-speaking undergraduates enrolled at UC Davis completed a Qualtrics survey. Each of the 54 scenes was presented individually. Like the Experiment 1 norming study, for each scene, subjects were instructed to report separately the location of the target object and its color. Responses were recorded via text box. Additionally, subjects separately rated how typical the target's color and the location were on a Likert scale from 1 to 7. We added the aforementioned Likert scales to avoid cases where the location or color was highly typical of the object. For example, fire extinguishers are almost always red, in which case the color modifier used in the search task would be less informative. Prior to the 53 experimental trials, subjects viewed an example trial in which a scene was displayed along with its location, on the desk, and color, for example, white. In addition to the exclusion criteria used in Experiment 1, we excluded scenes for which color typicality ratings spanned only the highest portion of the Likert scale, rated 6 and 7 only, four scenes, scenes for which the location of the target was described as inside another object, a drawer, two scenes, scenes for which the color of the object was clearly ambiguous, a solid colored object described with colors from different color families, 
two scenes. One scene that had high variability in both color and location Likert scores, standard deviations in excess of 1.8, and scenes for which the target object was described as multicolored more than once, two scenes. An additional three scenes were excluded because the authors decided they were too sparse to pose a challenge. For example, search performance in all conditions would be likely at ceiling. In total, we excluded 14 scenes that met our exclusion criteria and selected the remaining 39 scenes for the second eye-tracking experiment. Participants. Participants were 50 native English-speaking adults enrolled at UC Davis. All subjects had normal or corrected to normal visual acuity and normal color vision. Subjects were naive to the purpose of the experiment and provided informed consent to participate. Two of the subjects could not be accurately eye-tracked. Data from the remaining 48 subjects was analyzed. Data from the remaining 48 subjects were analyzed. Apparatus. The apparatus was identical to that of experiment 1. As in experiment 1, eye movements were recorded from the right eye only, except for two subjects for whom the right eye could not be accurately tracked, and instead eye movements were recorded from the left eye. Design. The modifier manipulation was identical to that of experiment 1, except that the location modifier was a prepositional phrase that identified the location of the target object relative to an anchor object in the scene. For example, find the dice on the desk. Each experimental session consisted of 39 experimental trials. The modifier manipulation was implemented within subject such that 13 trials did not include a modifier, 13 trials included a color modifier, and the other 13 included a location modifier. The scenes and all modifiers were equally distributed and counterbalanced across three lists. Subjects were assigned to one of the three lists at random. Procedure. The experimental procedure for experiment 2 was identical to that of experiment 1, except that there were 39 experimental trials. Data treatment. We excluded 144 trials corresponding to three scenes that were not equally represented across lists due to a counterbalancing error. An additional 179 trials, out of 1,872 trials total, were excluded using the same criteria applied to the data collected in experiment 1, 61 in the control condition, 55 in the color modifier condition, and 63 in the location modifier condition. Data from the remaining 1,549 trials were analyzed. Measures. Calculation and definition of dependent measures was identical to that of experiment 1. Analysis. All analyses were carried out using Bayesian mixed effects models. Model building and analysis criteria were the same as in the data analysis in experiment 1. Experiment 2 results. Our predictions for experiment 2 were the same as for those in experiment 1. We expected that non-contrastive modifiers would improve search performance by reducing the duration of the primary search epochs and improving spatial search efficiency. Initiation time. Observers made an initial saccade 253 milliseconds after scene onset on average. Initiation time was longest on average when no modifier was present, followed by the color modifier condition, and was fastest when a location modifier was present. Figure 8 shows rain cloud plots for all four of the search epochs in experiment 2. The no modifier condition is indicated with gray color, the color modifier condition indicated in yellow, and the location modifier condition indicated in blue. The distributions do not appear to differ for the initiation modifier across conditions. The distributions do not appear to differ in initiation times across conditions. There are possibly small differences in the scanning and reaction time epochs. The final model ran for 4,000 iterations. The model revealed no reliable difference in initiation times between the color modifier and no modifier conditions, or between the location modifier condition and the no modifier condition. 
Figure 9 shows posterior density distributions for initiation time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. Both distributions overlap with zero on the x-axis and are in essentially the same position. Scanning time. Observers required 741 milliseconds on average to scan the scene between executing an initial saccade and fixating the target for the first time. The scanning epoch was longest when no modifier was provided, shorter in the presence of a color modifier, and shortest when observers were given a location modifier. The decrease in means when modifiers were present was again consistent with our predictions. To analyze scanning time, we constructed a Bayesian mixed effects model which ran for 6,000 total iterations. The model did not reveal a reliable difference in scanning time when there was a color modifier as compared to no modifier. Scanning time also did not reliably differ when a location modifier was provided as compared to when no modifier was given. Figure 10 shows posterior density distributions for scanning time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. Both distributions overlap with the zero line indicated on the x-axis. The location modifier is slightly askew relative to the zero line, and the color modifier is almost centrally located with the zero line. Verification time. Verification time was 785 milliseconds on average. Verification required the most time when no modifier was present, was shorter when a location modifier was present, and was fastest when a color modifier was provided. Numerically speaking, the decrease in verification time when either type of modifier was present supported our prediction. The final model ran for 4,000 iterations. The model revealed that none of the differences reported above were reliable. Verification time did not reliably differ when a color modifier was present compared to when no modifier was used, nor did it reliably differ with the presence of a location modifier. Figure 11 shows posterior density distributions for verification time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. Both distributions overlap with the zero line on the x-axis. The location modifier distribution is almost perfectly centered on the zero line. The color modifier is slightly skewed to the left of the zero line, but still overlaps with it. Reaction time. On average, observers took 1,755 milliseconds to indicate that they had successfully found the target object. Reaction time was longest when no modifier was present, was slightly shorter when a color modifier was present, and shortest when a location modifier was used. The final model ran for 6,000 iterations. The model revealed that the small differences reported above were not reliable reaction time differences across conditions. Reaction time did not reliably differ when a color modifier was present compared to when no modifier was used or when a location modifier was present. Figure 12 shows posterior density distributions for reaction time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. Both distributions are more or less centered on the zero line on the x-axis. In sum, the numerical trends for all measures were largely consistent with our prediction in that search was faster when a non-contrastive modifier was present, as opposed to no modifier at all. However, unlike the results of experiment 1, the numerical differences for the scanning epoch were not reliable. Experiment 2 Discussion in Experiment 2, non-contrastive modifiers did not enable observers to locate targets more quickly. Our results differed across Experiments 1 and 2 with respect to the primary search epoch. Scanning times were faster in Experiment 1 for both modifier conditions relative to the unmodified baseline, but the presence of a modifier did not reliably facilitate scanning time in Experiment 2. A surprising aspect of these results is that the color modifier was the same in both experiments, yet only reliably facilitated search in Experiment 1. 
To further investigate the discrepancy across experiments, we conducted an exploratory analysis in which we compared search performance on the same measures analyzed previously, but only considered the scenes that were common to both experiments. Analysis of shared items. Results based on our primary measure of search performance, scanning time, differed across experiments. We may have expected the location modifier to have a different effect across the two experiments because it was not implemented in the same way in both. However, we expected the color modifier to have the same effect in both experiments, but that is not what we found. To determine whether the differences can be attributed to the different scenes tested across experiments, we conducted an additional analysis on only the items and conditions that were common between both experiments for comparison. There were 22 scenes shared across the two experiments. The data set included only trials in the no modifier and color modifier conditions, as the search instruction was identical in these conditions across experiments. The combined dataset consisted of 621 trials from experiment 1 and 636 trials from experiment 2, a total of 1,257 trials. Measures Dependent variables in the current analysis included scanning time, our primary measure of interest, and reaction time. Analysis The combined dataset was analyzed in the same manner as the individual datasets for each experiment, except that all Bayesian mixed effects models included a main effect of experiment, 1 or 2, and an interaction between experiment and modifier condition. The experiment, fixed effects, the experiment fixed effect was centered prior to analysis. Additionally, because the intent of the analysis was to further examine the difference in facilitation from the color modifier across experiments, only the no modifier and color modifier conditions were included in the models. Each model included subject and item random effects with uncorrelated random slopes and intercepts unless otherwise noted. Figure 13 shows rain cloud plots for scanning time and reaction time in the no modifier and color modifier conditions across experiments. The no modifier condition is indicated in gray and the color modifier condition is indicated in yellow. Latencies for scanning time in the color modifier condition appear to be skewed lower in experiment one than in experiment two. And similarly, latencies and reaction times for the color modifier condition appeared to be skewed lower in experiment one than in experiment two. Scanning time. Observers required 822 milliseconds on average to scan the scene prior to fixating the target for the first time. On average, scanning time was shorter in experiment one than experiment two. When no modifier was present, scanning time was longer in experiment one than in experiment two. When a color modifier was present, scanning time was shorter on average in experiment 1 than in experiment 2. The numerical trends were not consistent across experiments. The final model ran for 4,000 iterations. The model revealed that the difference in scanning time when there was a color modifier as compared to no modifier was reliable, and there was no simple main effect of experiment. With respect to the interaction between condition and experiment, slopes between the color modifier condition and the no modifier condition did not reliably differ across experiments. The results demonstrated an overall benefit of redundant color modifiers. Figure 14 shows posterior density distributions for scanning time beta parameter estimates for each level of the fixed effect relative to the reference level. Fixed effects for experiment and modifier are included. The distribution for experiment and the interaction between color modifier and experiment both intersect with the zero line on the x-axis. The distribution for the color modifier is to the left of the zero line on the x-axis and does not intersect with it. Reaction time. 
Responses for 1,842 milliseconds on average and were shorter in experiment 1 than experiment 2. When no modifier was present, reaction times were shorter in experiment 1 than in experiment 2. Similarly, reaction times were shorter on average in experiment 1 than in experiment 2 when a color modifier was present. The numerical trends were not consistent across experiments. The final model ran for 8,000 iterations total. The model did not converge with weekly informative priors, but did converge using more informative priors with a student T distribution on beta parameter estimates and on standard deviations for random effects. The model revealed no reliable differences in reaction times when a color modifier was provided as opposed to no modifier at all. Similarly, the difference in reaction time across experiments was not reliable, nor did the slopes reliably differ for the color modifier versus no modifier condition across experiments. In sum, redundant color modifiers facilitated search overall during the scanning epoch, though the benefit of color modifiers was not observed for reaction time. We conclude that redundant color modifiers facilitated search for the scenes common to both experiments, and perhaps color modifiers were less useful in the new scenes that were introduced in experiment two. General discussion. The current study investigated whether perceptually relevant but non-contrastive modifiers would facilitate visual search despite increasing the complexity of the search instruction. Specifically, we compared search duration when the search instruction included information about either the color of the target object or its location in the scene to performance when only the object name was given, for example, find the lamp. We predicted that non-contrastive color information would serve to augment the target object template and thereby facilitate the template-guided search. We predicted that the addition of location information would facilitate search by constraining the region of the display to be searched. Our findings for the primary search measure, scanning time, partially support our hypothesis that non-contrastive but task-relevant modifiers improve reference precision, and therefore facilitate visual search. In experiment one, color modifiers facilitated search as measured by scanning time, likely by augmenting the target object template. Our findings for experiment one are consistent with prior work on template-based guidance in visual search, and further demonstrate that color information can enrich the target template, consistent with Bala et al., even when the color is communicated verbally. As predicted, the location modifier reduced search duration in experiment 1 during the scanning epoch, consistent with ARTS et al. The numerical trends in experiment 2 were consistent with our predictions, but the differences were not reliable. However, there was an overall benefit of color modifiers on scanning time, as revealed by an analysis incorporating data from trials in both experiments that used the same scenes, suggesting that redundant color modifiers were generally beneficial. In experiment one, the location modifier was more beneficial than the color modifier. While both modifiers helped observers locate the target faster, the benefit was larger for the location modifier. The simplest explanation for this observation is that location was more task relevant. Template-based guidance, while certainly useful, is less useful in a search task than constraining the space to be searched. Because speakers frequently over-modify with color adjectives, it is also possible that color modifiers are less useful in part because they are more typical, or at the very least, atypical modifiers may prime the observers to process the referring expression more carefully. Another possibility, consistent with Dagan et al., is that color was a noisy, less precise cue. A limitation of the current study is that we did not measure color entropy for the scenes tested. Augmenting the target object template with color information is less helpful in a scene with high entropy for that color, for example, if multiple regions outside of the target object region share the target's color. It is possible that color information did not improve reference precision if the target object's color was well represented in the scene. 
Future work should investigate whether a color modifier in the search instruction can facilitate visual search in real-world scenes better when color entropy is controlled for systematically. The location modifier was clearly more beneficial in Experiment 1 than in Experiment 2. There are several possible explanations for why the modifier was more helpful in the first experiment. The first, and perhaps most obvious, is that the location modifier in Experiment 1 narrowed the region of the scene to be searched to a single quadrant, for example on the left, which facilitated search because observers need not waste time exploring the other three scene quadrants. The instruction also allowed observers to rapidly orient to the region of the scene containing the target, as indicated by faster initiation times when the location modifier communicated the relevant scene quadrant to be searched. Indeed, observers may have decided where to search in the scene before the image appeared, as evidenced by faster reaction times for the location modifier in Experiment 1 only. The former explanation alone may be the reason for our disparate findings across experiments, but there are additional factors that may have rendered the modifier less useful in Experiment 2. The location modifier in Experiment 2 referenced an anchor object relative to the target object, for example, on the shelf. For the anchor object information to be useful, observers first must extract scene gist and then use gist information to constrain the region of the display to be searched to where the anchor object would be likely to be in the scene. While scene gist extraction is rapid, unlike the quadrant information provided in Experiment 1, observers cannot benefit from gist before the scene appears. More importantly, the anchor objects varied in size, and in some cases, referencing the anchor object may not have constrained the search region as much as in others, even if its location would have been highly predictable before the scene was shown. For example, a shelf is probably in the upper part of the scene. In other words, the location information given in Experiment 2 was both noisier, anchor objects varied in size and predicted location, and less spatially constraining. Future work could address the latter limitation by controlling for the size of anchor objects in the scene. At first glance, the difference between the results of experiments 1 and 2 present a puzzle. In experiment 1, the addition of non-contrastive but task-relevant modifiers clearly facilitated visual search, as evidenced by reliably faster scanning times. While the numerical trends fell in the predicted direction in Experiment 2, the differences were not reliable, suggesting that modifiers, even the color modifier which was the same across both experiments, were far less beneficial, at least for scenes that were introduced in Experiment 2. It is possible that the new scenes were ill-suited to template-guided search using color information, perhaps due to differences in color entropy between the new and old scenes. Future work could address that possibility by measuring and controlling for color entropy in scenes. Another possibility is that the location modifier in Experiment 1, which constrained the scene region to a single quadrant of the scene, was highly reliable, and the occasional inclusion of highly reliable information may have cued subjects to attend to and fully process the search instructions throughout the experiment. Given that the modifiers in Experiment 2 were noisier, or at least were less beneficial to subjects, it is possible that subjects used a shallow processing strategy when reading the search instruction, for example, using good enough processing. Reading studies have shown that temporarily ambiguous sentences were read faster when they were followed by superficial questions about the sentences as opposed to when the questions probed how the ambiguity was interpreted. In other words, task difficulty modulated how carefully subjects read the sentences because reading the sentence carefully would improve performance on difficult comprehension questions, suggesting that subjects use shallow, good enough reading strategies when reading more carefully offers them no clear benefit. Crucially, the aforementioned task effect occurred even though subjects only encountered difficult comprehension questions 33% of the time. 
It is possible that observers in experiment 1 read the search instruction more carefully than those in experiment 2 because doing so made the task considerably easier for them when the instruction contained a location modifier, 33% of the time. This may also explain why the scanning epoch was shorter in experiment 2 on average than in experiment 1. If observers came to rely on the information redundant modifiers provided in experiment 1, search may have been slightly more difficult in their absence. By contrast, in experiment 2, observers may have skimmed the instruction on each trial for the name of the target object, the head noun of the target phrase, while ignoring other information, any modifiers. It may be advantageous for observers to employ a shallow processing strategy when reading the search instruction if the redundant information is not especially useful and if maintaining the information in working memory would impose a working memory load. Future research could investigate whether good enough processing of the search instruction predicts slower search by collecting reading measures on redundant modifiers in the search instruction and determining whether evidence for shallow processing, faster reading times, or higher skip rates for redundant information predicts slower search performance. One surprising aspect of our results is that the search instruction affected initiation time in experiment 1 only, which was not expected because no benefit of target template enrichment on search initiation time was reported in prior work. However, we suspect the difference is related to the nature of the location modifier in experiment 1 rather than the effect of enriching reference precision more generally. The location modifier in experiment 1 communicated which quadrant of the scene specifically contained the target object. It is therefore not surprising that subjects initiated search more rapidly when the instruction reduced the search region under consideration to a single quadrant, which allowed subjects to more rapidly select a region to foveate within that quadrant by ruling out candidate regions in other quadrants. An alternative explanation is that subjects shifted their gaze from the center of the screen to the aforementioned screen quadrant and subsequently initiated search within the quadrant. The current study is unable to differentiate between these two possible explanations. Consistent with previous paradigms used both in the visual search and reference processing literatures, our task used simple referential expressions, such as find the lamp, as the search instruction, and made as few changes to the instruction as possible across conditions. The current study cannot speak to the naturalness of these simple referential expressions in everyday contexts, and it is possible that speakers would formulate search instructions differently. In a future study, the question could be addressed empirically by providing subjects with the scenes and target objects, then asking them either to formulate a search instruction de novo or to complete a search instruction prompt, for example, find the blank. The consistency of the instructions produced for each scene could inform the results of the current study. For example, perhaps the search instructions we used were more natural for some scenes than others. The productions could then serve as new search instructions in a follow-up visual search task. Such a production task could also inform how speakers formulate referential expressions, namely, to determine how cooperative or Gricean speakers are when producing referential expressions for an interlocutor who will later search the image for the target. For example, perhaps speakers will produce a natural on-the-desk location modifier completion when there is no interlocutor, for example, they are not told someone will use the instruction to search for the target, but would use a more helpful modifier like on the top left when that information could ostensibly be useful to another party. It is also unclear how including both a color modifier and a location modifier in the search instruction might have influenced search behavior. On the one hand, adding linguistic material might bias observers to process the instruction in a good enough manner, in which case observers should take longer to search scenes with multiple modifiers present than those with only one modifier. On the other hand, the cues may be additively beneficial. 
in which case having both a color and location modifier would result in faster scanning times than the location modifier alone. Or performance when a color and location modifier are both present might be the same as when only an informative location modifier is present, which would suggest that the most informative cue dominates. This study expands on work that has shown spoken language presented concurrent with scene viewing can facilitate visual search, even when the spoken information is redundant. We have shown that non-contrastive information presented in written form prior to scene viewing facilitates template-guided visual search, so long as the non-contrastive information is useful for referent identification. Our results have practical implications outside of the laboratory. Interestingly, our findings suggest that neither of the two intuitive assumptions about the inclusion of non-contrastive modifiers is necessarily correct. That is, contrary to traditional Gricean accounts, speakers need not be as efficient as possible or non-redundant in their communications, but contrary to some rational speaker accounts, inclusion of a non-contrastive modifier, even those relevant to target identification, is not always beneficial. Non-contrastive modifiers helped only when they added sufficiently useful information to the search instruction, which suggests that instructions in other domains, for example, in the context of real-world navigation, in the design of a smartphone app or website, or in medical instructions, should be as clear, direct, and minimal as possible, and information beyond what is required for referent identification should only be added when that information is unambiguously beneficial to the user. Interestingly, our findings suggest that simply piling on modifiers to assist in the formation of a more precise template is not necessarily helpful, as the utility of one modifier, for example, color, may depend on the reliability of any others, and will vary depending on whether the modifier picks out a typical or atypical property. In other words, practical, real-world decisions concerning details to include in instructions should be made strategically. Instructions should be as simple and straightforward as possible, with non-contrastive modifiers provided if they are likely to facilitate performance given the other co-present sources of information. The current study investigated whether redundant but perceptually relevant information about the target object would facilitate visual search in real-world scenes. We conducted two eye-tracking visual experiments in which we either included non-contrastive information in the search instruction about the color or location of the target in the scene, or provided only the name of the target object. Task-relevant, redundant modifiers in the search instruction facilitated visual search only when one such modifier was highly reliable. Consistent with Dagan et al., we conclude that referring expressions containing non-contrastive information can nevertheless be appropriately informative, not over-informative, when the redundant information is useful, and that interlocutors engage in rational reference interpretation. Supplemental material is available on the Open Science Framework under a project with the same title as the current manuscript. In supplemental analyses, we additionally examined spatial efficiency using scan path ratio and conducted shared item analyses on all the dependent variables reported individually for all experimental conditions. See supplemental materials on the OSF for details. This work has been published in the journal Cognitive Research Principles and Implications, Volume 6, Article Number 10. A preprint of the accepted version of the manuscript is available on SciArchive under the same name. Please refer to either document for correspondence information, author affiliations, references, parentheticals, statistics, and figures.